0: Brought
1: to you by Evolve Wellbeing Group. Hello, and welcome everyone back to the Evolve Pod. This week is an extremely special episode of the Evolve Pod for many, many reasons. And for the last couple of days, I've been feeling quite poignant about kind of getting on with this podcast and our reasons why we're doing it. And I'm really delighted to introduce to you some very special guests, one of which you would have heard before as he's already guested on the pod. But I'm really happy to bring you the team behind Beyond Six, um, which we're going to talk about more about who they are and what they are as this podcast goes on. They already... Hold a special place in my heart, Um, and it's kind of weird saying that because I've only met these people on the screen, never actually met these people in person. But what they're doing is something truly amazing, and we've linked together because of the Snowden Six Ways Challenge and because of what that stands for. And this podcast today is an introduction to Beyond Six, it's an introduction to the Snowden Six Ways Round Two, and it's a really Deep look into all of our reasons why we do what we do. So, Rory, uh, Lauren, and Dion, thank you so much for giving up your time for coming on. Rory, I'll start with you because we obviously have done a podcast before. How you doing, yep. buddy? I'm all good. Thanks for having me back, Ellie. Hey, no worries at all. Lauren, how are you? You okay?
0: Yeah, I'm really well. Thank you.
1: You're good. And Dion, how you doing, mate? All good. Thank you, and thank you for having us on this pod. Hey guys, are very very welcome. Very very welcome. So the stone Six Ways Challenge for me is something that I will forever cherish. It's um, it's a unique challenge. No one has ever done before. It's quite an adventurous challenge. It's quite a hard challenge. It's running up and down the six main routes of Snowdon back to back as quickly as possible, which is uh, forty nine miles and over five thousand five hundred meters of ascent. And originally, I set this challenge up for fun. For me and a few friends to go away and just have a crack at it and see what happens. And then, for those of you that have been following, you know the story. We, we tragically lost Milo, uh, an old friend and colleague, last year to suicide at the age of 27. And it was my opportunity here to use the Snowden Six Ways Challenge to raise some really good funds and, and awareness for, for mental health and to get people talking and to try to help people who are really suffering. And it was because of this Snowden Six Ways Challenge that I set up the podcast and through a friend I met Rory and found out about Beyond Six and and the movement that these guys are are doing. And to kind of give the story as to why we are sat here together doing this podcast and why we are teaming up for the Snowden Six Ways Challenge Part 2, I'd like to hand over to the team, and I think probably Rory, if you don't mind, I'll hand over to you to explain you know what's what's happened and why we're
2: here yeah no worries um so basically well thanks again ali for doing this for us um so as i mean if for people that follow us they're they're aware we very very sadly lost um mick who was our beacon of the north um when I was on before with you, Ali, sorry. When I was on before with you, um, when you mentioned the Snowden Six Ways, and I just said uh on behalf of the team that we would um we'd come along and support you and just see you off really and like go for it. Cause again, it's, it's it's something I'm really passionate about, is seeing people do things like you're doing. Um and just pushing themselves, really pushing themselves. And I just enjoy helping people do it. So when I was talking to you about it and i said we'll come along i called mick was the first person i called because i just know he loves it um and i know he enjoyed being with us and just being out with us and doing all the oh, doing the um doing the uh the walks with us um so I called him straight up and I I said, look, Mick, I was really excited about it. I said, um, a friend of mine, Ali, is doing um, 6 times Snowden, um, running up and down. I said, it's something that I really want us to get involved with. Take your time, Rory. And, um... <sighs> and... He just, he lit up, he lit up straight away, and I said, look, I've never done a um, a night summit, I've never done it, I think it'll be great, and he, he was just so happy, Ali, It was like, yeah, definitely, I'm in, I'm on it, I'm with you, I will stay the whole time he's running, it sounds great, and he just, I just knew he'd love what you was doing, and Wow, this is early in the pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't worry, do um, No, no, I'm cool, Ali. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And um, he, he just said, "Look, I'm up for it." And I put the phone down. Then I rang everyone else and said, "Look, we've got something else coming up." And I'm, I'm, it's something. I'm just. It sounds great. It sounds great. And um, obviously, I mean, in February we just found out. By phone call, it was I found out, so I was coaching I was coaching someone, so I put my phone on airplane, but when I turned my phone back on, Mick went quiet for a little bit, and um it was about a day and a half, two days he was he was looking at messages and not responding, but Hughie eventually got back on the the chat and he said, "Look, we need to do a bit of a rally up um and just find out where he is so." I rang Dave um, who's part of the team. And I said, Dave, can you check in on Mix? I know you live near him. Can you just go up and like, just check in. And he basically just dropped everything. He was on a night shift. He just got in and he just went back out to check on him. And then that was basically when we got the bad, bad news. And, um, my phone started going crazy when I turned it off from airplane mode. And, um, Lauren's name comes straight up so I was like wow what's all these messages so I just pressed Lauren's name and I rang her and I said Lauren what's going on and then she said Mick's not with us and it boy it broke my heart it completely and utterly broke my heart I've never experienced pain like it I've lost people I've lost family members but there was something different with it Ali I'm sure well you know there was just something different about the feeling and it killed me. Absolutely killed me. Um, and I asked Lauren, Lauren told me and then I rang everyone else and then that was it. It was like, oh, I just didn't know what to do, Ali. I didn't know what to do. My I was completely numb. I'm sure you know how I, how I was feeling.
1: I don't, I don't think anybody has the right answer of how you should feel and what you should mm. do. It's, um, it's one of those things that completely sideswipes you and, takes the wind completely out of your sails and plenty, plenty more. And I, I think one of, the, one of the really special things about, about this um, tragedy, tragic, horrible scenario for me is that I'd never met Mick. I never had any interaction with Mick apart from social media. But the fact that he pledged his own time to come and support me on the Stone Six Ways Part 2, which at the time was purely for my own personal gain, says a lot about somebody says a lot Mm -hmm. about what they stand for and and what they can offer a community of people and this is my way of saying thank you to him for that and doing something hugely beneficial in his memory Uh, not just me but for all of us
2: he couldn't wait Ali honestly I literally put the phone down to you and I called him because I knew he'd love the sound of it um and um yeah, he, he, he straight away. Yeah, he didn't even think about Ali. And do you know what, what the so the following day when it kind of hit Instagram, because everyone, it's really strange, Ali. When I put it on the Beyond Six page, the feedback I got was what you said. I never met him. But I just felt like I knew him. And he was that person. I, honestly, I—I I mean, I can't—I can't tell you the amount of people that said that, and he was just that person. He was that bloke. He really was that it, bloke. It—it—it it, it knocked me. It's still just talking about Then I mean, it just—I don't know. It's, it's just you can't put it into words when it happens to you. It really has. I can honestly say with my hand on my heart, it's—it's it's changed my life for the better and i I genuinely mean that because i'm aware of it and it's like there's people there that need help
1: and it just there's there's yeah i I can wholeheartedly agree there's there's countless people you can't put a figure on it that that are going to need help particularly after the year we've had and the things that have happened you know on an individual level and a global level in the the last 12 months there's going to be people suffering in ways that we probably can't even comprehend. Mm-hmm. And what we can do is we do have an opportunity, and I think everybody has an opportunity, but we particularly right now have an opportunity with the Snowden Six Six Ways Challenge to help raise some valuable funds and some valuable awareness for you guys to take your concept of beyond six, which you're currently doing, from concept to fruition so that you The three of you, which we're going to talk about in due course, and your extended team can take your passion to help people and prevent these types of things happening as best as we possibly can. And I love what you do. I really, really admire what you do. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And the outdoors is such a huge resource to help people that's completely undertapped. It's it for me. The outdoors is my absolute therapy. Um, I know a lot of people that are exactly the same. I imagine it's the same for, each, for you three on on this pod as well. Definitely. Um, and I, I'd I'd like to kind of bring it to Lauren if you could kind of explain a little bit more about Beyond Six and where it all kind of started. How you kind of all all got together um, to sort of give a give the listener a bit of sort of direction about where you want to go next as well.
0: Yeah, of course. So, you know, Beyond Six was before everything that happened with Mick um it was more of a well for lack of a better word of a hobby it was like you know the intention was in the right place that we really wanted to help people um but we you know we've all got our own things going on um and it's like everything we you know you plan something and you have these ideas but you make excuses for not doing it and when Mick passed you know it was the real catalyst that actually opened our eyes a lot and made us realize that there was something here we had a huge community and we could actually turn it into something and this was our opportunity to do it um so we changed it from being what it was and we actually registered um the company as a community interest company and in doing that it kind of it gives us more scope to actually be able to make a difference for other people um and so I'm actually one of the newer ones to the team and was brought in by the boys they all kind of they were all banded before me Um, and I got a DM from Dion funnily enough asking me to kind of come on board Um, and I'll never let him live it down to this day that he kind of Mm -hmm. just bombarded me with all these messages and kind of didn't let me say no Um, but I'm obviously so glad that he didn't because I couldn't have met a nicer bunch of people and I'm so glad that we've got this opportunity to actually make a difference. Um, so by us registering as a community interest company you know we we have more standing, we have the ability to fundraise, to bring money, to be able to actually give back to the community um, and you know it all started with Instagram meetups which is something that we're always going to continue Um, And it is something that we're always going to put on for free to bring people to the outdoors because it is such a powerful resource for so many people. Um, But kind of going forwards, you know, our primary focus is really on raising awareness for for mental health and being able to help people as much as possible. And as we all know, you know, all of us here have, have struggled with our own mental health. That's, That's one of the reasons that brought us all together. And as we all know, you know, not everybody can be helped in the same way. So as much as it's a vast concept, We want to be able to give people what they need and be able to kind of work with them to find the way that that best serves them and helps them through their struggles. So, you know, we've got so many plans in place for the future, um, but the majority of what we do will be using the outdoors because it's such a powerful resource. It literally I'd say the outdoors saved me. It was the thing that really turned my mental health around. So I know firsthand how powerful it can be. Um, So that's always going to be the basis of what we kind of work from. And we're looking in the future to, you know, put on actual guided expeditions. And we want to be able to give back by teaching and educating people with outdoor skills and also wellbeing tools and techniques that they can utilise themselves to help them whenever they're struggling and having these moments. And we're also looking at in the future, you know, to be able to subsidise anything that we can to help people, whether that's training them up in certain skills or services, whether that's um, paying and subsidising costs for therapy or coaching or similar skills going forwards, anything that can kind of really help them with their mental health. And, you know, we, we've already got a really strong community, but that's something we really want to build upon, because the one thing that people with mental health really suffer with is feeling alone and we want to have this real safe space where people don't feel like that anymore and they've always got somebody that they can turn to that they don't feel alone anymore somewhere that they feel safe and they still feel, feel supported and secure and um, so you know we really want to build this strong community and there is a possibility of us having a physical premises in the future where we can host you know fitness classes wellbeing classes therapy meditation you know anything that can that can provide benefit in terms of mental health um and also you know we within our community we have so many people that we know that are so talented and have qualifications in various different areas that are also have you know a huge ethos in wanting to raise awareness for mental health and that want to help. And we are going to be looking to build partnerships and connections with them going forward to be able to offer better services to people. For example, you know, Jo, who's on the team, is a registered therapist. So we're going to be in talks with her going forward in how we can build um, you know, programs or whatever it is that that we can do coming together to be able to offer more to help people.
1: That's so eloquently put. I, I, I'm kind of a bit shy to follow on from that. That was really well put. I'm, and it paints an amazing picture of a vision that's been born out of uh, a kind of community concept. It's really, really, really awesome. I mean, like, yeah, the, the outdoors is, is such, a cool, it's such a cool resource in so many ways. And it's interesting he mentioned how, you know, people suffer from mental health related problems you can't treat them all the same and we're not all the same people you know as humans and we respond to different stimuli etc but yeah really 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 amazing to, to kind of see the vision there I can kind of in my mind I can see where you're where you're all wanting to go with it which is really really exciting. So, um, Dion I'll come to you where where did this all begin for you what, what how did it all come about? Again um, so I'm going to start off by
3: saying uh, it, it's crazy how I hear a lot of negativity from Instagram because all I have seen, there are a couple uh, trolls and bullies, and but ultimately the experience I've had utilising that app has led to this. It, it's different people from different corners of the world, so to speak, um, coming together for, for a particular mission where it stemmed from just a hobby. Um, but uh, to answer your question about me joining, it, it uh, came shortly after the, uh, that Rory uh, begun, begun his journey on doing his um, 100K challenge. Um, and then that's where people started speaking to him and getting together. And you obviously heard the story in the last pods. Um, but uh, that kind of built the group so to speak, that was the foundation. That's what brought people together. Um, So one of the guys, what came forth to uh, help him out was uh, Rishi and me and Rishi met each other at um, uh, a business gathering, let's say, um, a a networking event. And from there got chatting, he knew me from my Instagram account and, and it just put a face to the name as you do. Um we got chatting and we became good friends. But little did I know he was already friends with Rory and Hughesy and, and everyone else, a part of what, what now is Beyond Six. Um and he pretty much put a word in to, to the rest of the group and said, I think we really need to get Dion on board. Um he's like-minded and all the rest of the good stuff I imagine they said about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um yeah, and it, I, I, they they gave me an offer I couldn't really refuse it was just get a group together do a hobby and get out on the hills and also it it brought in other things what I was doing with uh, a small business uh, uh, Instagram account which stemmed from another kind of uh, experience I had with mental health um, which we can talk about another time but um, Ultimately, that's what happened, and we came together, and it's it's been effortless since since that moment. Literally, it's been one me and and the team were there. We were already doing stuff we're doing today, and it's it it blows me away. I say it to Rory all the time. Literally, from sliding into DMs or whatnot, amazing things can happen. Utilize utilize what what's there if you've got good people who's reaching out to you just take the chances and 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 do something with it because really and truly I couldn't think of anything better to do and I I, yeah I want to make this um, turn this passion into a a, a real life changer for not just me but the team and everyone around it who we can help so yeah
1: it's really interesting like so there's a phrase that I've been told many times I've I've done various jobs in my life and you know, people say they always say never turn your hobby into a job because you then start to dislike your hobby. But I think this that is completely irrelevant for well, your the three of you and beyond six of your scenario. You, the way you talk about what you're planning to do is more than a hobby. It's it's passion. It's it's a desire to help people on a scale that is um, immense. It's really really cool. I, I can't really find the right words to kind of describe your the, the the sort of the volume of your plan and what you're trying to do. I think it's it's so great. and you know, going back to the tragedy of 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 the Beacon of the North, Mick, I always say, and I've said it on on the pods before, when no matter how shit a scenario is, no matter how bad it is, and suicide is probably the worst scenario you could ever experience. If you dig hard enough, there's always positives that we can create from it and we can take from it, and I think you've mm. all grabbed this opportunity. Through the darkness and through the pain, you've grabbed. You've seen something in there that we can do, or you can do to to really help people, you know, live long in the memory of Mick, you know, and what he stood for. And um, that that again, I, I keep I keep talking about it, but it's such a strong thing. It's such such a strong basis to to form what you're doing and to take it forward. I'm, I'm genuinely proud that, that we're all kind of getting involved in this together to help to help you guys get get what you need. And the reason why I want to get involved with the Snowden Six Ways, I mean, the Snowden Six Ways Challenge, it's my concept, but the is not mine, it didn't belong to me. But what we did last year, we had this immense platform to build on and to get people talking again and to get people aware of what's going on, what you guys are doing and your reasons why, which is very similar to what I was doing last time with the Snowden Six Ways Challenge. And And for the people listening... For beyond six to to get to where they need, the, we need to get them a little bit of funds, a little bit of input, so they can get up off the ground and really carry this passion through into into a uh, viable business. It's not just a business; it's a it's a it's a it's um it's, it's a passage to help people. It's a way to really benefit the community and benefit the the health of the country and the people. And that anybody listening. I just pledge you to get behind Snowden Six Ways Challenge and get behind Beyond Six, because this, this, what they're doing it needs to be done. There's the, they're they're taking a step into a, a into a, a, a new journey, a new world that's just full of absolute positivity. And whatever we can do to get behind these these three and the, and the extended team, we've got to do it. And the Six Ways Challenge. It stands, it's so much more than just a run, it's so much more than just an event, it's it's adventure, it's positivity, it's challenging, it's hard, it's up and down, it's it's got its inherent dangers, it's got its challenges, it's got its unknowns, it's unpredictable. And that is a reflection on life and in me doing the Snowden Six Ways Challenge and overcoming those things throughout the challenge and also overcoming my challenges that I've had in the past. And then throwing in what I knew that, about Nick wanting to come and support me on my challenge for the Snowden Six Ways Part 2, there's absolutely no possible way I can go back to Snowden Six Ways and, and not do it for the right reasons. And so mm. I'm taking this opportunity to say that I'm fully committed I'm going to run it as hard as I can. We're going to hit the sponsorship as hard as we can. And we're going to go for it. And it's going to be a, an epic few months of preparation. And it's going to be an even better event, if you can call it an event. It's, it's much more than an event. And, uh, and yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it because it's, it is. It's so much more than just a run. It's, there's there's a lot of meaning behind it. There's a lot of passion behind it. And there's, there's a lot of heart behind it. Um. So, guys, I kind of want to sort of put it back to you in terms of how do you feel now about Beyond Six in terms of in terms of what it really means to you as 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 individuals. Not really, not as a business to help people. We, we really can we need, we can see that, but on your own reflection of why you as individuals really want to take the next step into this. And I guess we'll start back with Rory.
2: Yeah. So. <clears throat> for me, I, I mean, it really does go back to, for me, Mick. Really, Ali. It, it just. Again, I'll say it. It just. It's knocked me for six. And for me, I've always helped people for nothing. I genuinely love seeing people um, achieve big goals, which is why. Hence, I was going to go and support you, Ali. But after the way I felt with Mick and what it done to me and the, it was more the questions I was asking myself. Could I have called him the night before? Could I have called him that day? Could I have met him more? Could I have, I asked myself a thousand questions that I still ask myself sometimes. Um, And just thinking of the place he was in, I just, I want to, I'm hoping to reach out to people like that that are genuinely really, really struggling. And if I could just, if I helped one, it would be a life changer for me. Any more than one would be amazing, but I just, I can't help but think back to the place that he was in and I just want to pull people out of that, which is what's driving me even more. I mean, I was passionate about helping people for just for me personally but knowing if I could grab someone out of that place would it it will mean the world to me which is why if people do get behind us all it's going to do is give us the opportunity to get and reach more people and I want that that was that's what it would mean to me I wouldn't I just for me now my my life is about pulling people out of them places and I'm going to do whatever I can to do that, whether it, I'm going to do the courses I need to do to be aware of it all um, and just get out and just reach people. If they've got something they just want to achieve and they want me to help them because, and they said, I'm in a bad place. Can you help me do, I don't know, a marathon, whatever. I will jump to help them. If I know they're struggling as much as what he was, because it's just a shame. It's a shame. There's people that I probably don't even know, Ali, that I, I'll just help anyone. I genuinely would help anyone. But it's happened to one of the team. And it's it's killed me. It's killed me. And I need to now. My life is all about pulling people out of that place. I have to. I have to. That's what it means to me. Sorry, I'll keep going. No,
1: no, not at all. It's um, just, yeah. Sorry, it's, thank it's, you um, it's
2: changed my life, Ali. It's changed my life. And, um... I know what I have to be doing now. I know, I know.
1: Mate, thank you for opening up. It's, um, it's from the heart and that's the really important thing. Lauren, how about yourself? What what does it mean for you? Not just not for your part in Beyond Six, but just purely as, as Lauren.
0: So I am definitely no stranger to having my own battles with my mental health. Um, and, you know, mountains getting out in the mountains was one of the things that really saved me a couple of years ago when I was in the lowest place that I've ever been in I didn't recognize myself I had no form of identity um and it all kind of stemmed from coming out of a relationship that was very manipulative and controlling um and emotionally abusive and you know I completely lost myself entirely I was a shell of of who I used to be um and actually by complete fluke I ended up on a holiday to Sri Lanka and me and my friend kind of said to ourselves let's go and climb a mountain um which is a mountain called Adam's Peak in Sri Lanka, which just so happens to be just over double the height of Ben Nevis. And having never done anything like this before, uh, definitely overestimated it. Um, Didn't prep properly before the day before, just thought it would be a really really easy stroll. Um, Didn't eat properly, didn't get enough sleep. And I got about halfway up and started to go really lightheaded and was like, what on earth am I doing right now <laughs> like this is mental um but it was really fortunate in that this particular mountain is a pilgrimage route so there's loads of little stops on the way that sell refreshments like drinks and things like that so I brought myself a bottle of coke downed it to get the sugar in my system and I was kind of good to go again and you know that whole experience just kind of really taught me because we climbed for sunrise um and I sat there at the top of this mountain watching the sunrise and it was the most beautiful thing that I had ever seen and in that moment everything changed for me and I was like you know what everything's going to be okay if you know you look around and these these things are here in front of us waiting for us to use them you know they're not going anywhere it doesn't cost us anything to be out in the mountains it's such a valuable resource and it just just sitting there and watching the sunrise, and how beautiful it was just changed my entire perspective on my life and it kind of gave me a bit of a purpose again and I was like well, you can get up and you can if I can climb this mountain I can get up each day and I can start making moves forward um, and I really did and I really committed to my own kind of self-help and personal development after that um, which actually led me to train as a life coach um, just because I was so fascinated behind it all and I as much as I at the time um, was really committed to my own personal development I can be quite stubborn and I'm very good at hiding things so I really went through my journey on my own because I was too afraid to admit that there was something wrong with me as such um, because that's how I thought everybody would perceive me and it's funny because my my actual background is that I'm a hair and makeup artist and when I started kind of Looking through Instagram and, you know, I've worked in fashion and TV and film and I really see what happens before you see the final image that's posted out there. And I really started to realise that, you know, social media was, was this kind of mask that people use to hide everything that they're going through in their lives. And what you see in the final product is not necessarily the truth of what goes behind it. Um, and I realised that it could be used as a really powerful tool as well. And I decided to just start talking about my own mental health struggles on my personal Instagram account. And it terrified me so much. Like, I remember it took me about three weeks to actually publish my first post about it because it's terrifying because you just instantly assume that everybody's going to judge you. Um, But actually, what I realized was that by being vulnerable, I paved the way for other people to do the same thing. And from that very first post, the amount of messages Um, and comments I received by people telling me how much it had impacted them, because everybody always sees me as this very strong, very independent woman. Um, And for me to be honest about the fact that I was struggling, made them realise that actually, you know, a lot of people are struggling, and most of us do, and that if it's okay for me to admit it, it was okay for them to do it as well. And Loads of people got in touch with me to say that they'd sought help after I would put my first message out and I realized just how powerful that tool was for me. And so no matter how much it scared me and talking about my own personal experiences, I made a vow to not ever hide what I was going through and to start doing it because I could see how impactful it could be. Um, and so kind of since then, it's been a real thing. It's been a really important thing for me to just be honest about how I'm feeling and to show that life, this is what life is like. You know, there are ups and downs and there are some real struggles and it's completely OK and it's completely normal. It's it's human nature. We wouldn't be who we are if we didn't struggle and we didn't go through this because it also makes us appreciate the good times so much better. Um, And so just, you know, having Beyond Six as a tool that we can potentially reach So many more people is just so powerful for me. And I don't ever want to stop that because I don't ever want anyone to go through it alone in the way that I did. And I really struggled. Um, And, you know, just having a community of people online sometimes can make a huge difference as well. People that you don't even realise are in your corner and when you are vulnerable and you open that you and you do pave the way for other people, That can be the real difference to change somebody's life, even just a simple comment or a message checking in on somebody. Um, and I just think, you know, mental health is I mean, it's it's at a massive all time worse at the moment because of the pandemic. And, you know, if there's anything I can do to help anybody and stop anybody from feeling the way I ever have in the past, then I'm gonna be a very happy person to even be able to touch one person's life and make it a difference for them.
1: Absolutely. I was just thinking as you were talking there, reflecting back to that trip trip up the mountain. Yeah. You might not be able to answer, but do you think you'd be sat in the position you are now had you not gone up that mountain?
0: No. In all honesty, no. Um, Because that really sparked a whole new passion for me in being outdoors. Um, And it's not something I would have ever done had I not done that. Um, It's certainly something, you know, especially when I was in that relationship prior to that, trip it's not something that my partner at the time would have ever done so there's no possible way that I would have done it because that's what it was like between us um and it was a real you know I came out of that and as most people do when they come out of things like that it was a real like I need to do everything I was never allowed to do um and so it was kind of the adrenaline pumping through my veins at being on my own and being able to make my own choices again that made me make that decision and had I just been in a completely level head I probably never would have done it i had been like absolutely not that's far too hard like not interested in that I'll just stay at home and eat some cake or something um <laughs> <laughs> so being that impulsive spontaneous decision changed everything for me and yeah I never would have found the outdoors if it wasn't for that moment it's
1: amazing absolutely amazing and Dion yourself again the same same sort of question if you take take your kind of involvement with beyond six and part that to the side mm-hmm. as an individual of Dion What's your kind of impetus? What's your feeling about what the opportunity you've got now? Well, for starters, I'm gonna, I'm just
3: gonna put a warning and a disclaimer that I might go on a tangent, but (laughs) bear with me, as you Um, normally do. Yeah, so I'll start with the present because I I kind of feel like I've got to get this off my chest because no one else saw this moment, but it sticks with me every day. I, I I go to sleep, I wake up, and I think of it because it it was a happy time but also it 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 upsets me when it comes to Mick passing away and and really gets to me in in quite a deep deep way but um just before Mick passed we went to uh we went to it was Black Mountain um we was there we went up the mountain as you do and um Me and Mick were pretty much talking all the way up and um, just enjoying each other's company. He was making jokes and banter and I was throwing it back. And then it just went quiet and I I saw him just walking and just, he stops, takes it in. And um, I I felt this at at this moment, uh, but he he kind of expressed it better than I did. And he just looked around and looked at me and smiled and said, this is what it's about. And even now it gives me shivers down my spine because he, he at first glance you see him and uh, he's just that typical bloke. He, he is your typical bloke. And that's what I thought when I first met him. And then he peeled down the layers and he, he, he was just a fantastic person. And I only got the opportunity to kind of walk with him and talk with him probably three or four times. But that's how much substance he had. And when when he just turned around, I saw this bloke and all those layers went. I, I, I saw something I'd never seen in anyone. It was like the purest film of happiness. And it resided, it resonated with me because that's when I feel most happy. He just expressed it ten times better. Um, big grin on his face. And it um so that just sticks with me. And it made me realise when 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 Mick did pass. Pass away um and 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 for what it was it it and to have that happen in such a way where he was out he, he was with us he he was happy he before we knew he was happy and I've seen that happen to so many people around me I've seen mom, my mates, mums pass away due to um to, to suicide and and all mental health issues, I've seen it too many times. I, where I work in the army, I've seen or heard my next door neighbour try try hang himself. And it, it, as I'm an I'm an attentive person, I've got an attentive nature, and I like I like looking after people who are down. I've, I've naturally got it. And whenever this stuff happens to me or around me, shall I say I'm, I'm there 100, percent and I've always. Wanted to be there until I see you pick yourself up and and get through it um, and and ultimately make something better for yourself. Uh, partly the reason why I, I I probably am like that is because I've gone through it. I've, I've I've gone down that dark rabbit hole. I've 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 been in some horrible places, um, which one day I I will probably express a bit better and explain. Um, but I've, I've, I've been able to look myself in the mirror and be like, I'm not I'm not going to give up. I'm not going I'm, to I'm not going to I'm not going to succumb to my my own doubtful. I'm going to find a positive, like you even say, there's a positive of every negative and I strongly believe it. Um, So I tell myself that every time I feel down, we're only human. That's what we do. Um. But um, ultimately, I I like I like giving people that hope and not false hope. Not that uh, it, it's gonna be better, because it might not never be better, but it's how you cope with your situations, your surroundings, is how you get through it and become a better person. Um and that, with with what we do now and what Beyond Six stands for for me personally is the fact that. I can do that on a greater scale um we can do that and work together to 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 make sure that if we see someone down we we check our buddies, we we check people we make sure that they're they're okay because not a lot of people do that in in today's society we kind of stick in our our holes and and shut the doors so to speak and talking's kind of become irrelevant um and that's why I admire people who do podcasts and get people the conversation flowing again because no one thinks I'm gonna pick up the phone and speak to someone just to speak to someone. Rory said it to me today and it, it 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 um sat well with me. He says the best phone call um is the phone call you don't ask for nothing and someone doesn't ask for something because you're just ringing just to to see how you're doing. And um that's pretty much what I I, I should, and to be fair, I, I fall downfall to, um, to this myself. I don't pick up the phone as much as I should. Um, and then, yeah, I kick myself in it when, when, when I don't, and then someone else calls me and stuff like that. But like I said, I don't want to go on a tangent or a rant, but there's a lot of complex uh, things up in my head. What doing this, makes sure that I'm focused and, 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 with my passion, I get to help people out, and ultimately, that's what everyone should be focusing
1: on. Hundred percent. You know, if I think about my sort of my my other job as a as a triathlon coach or a sports coach, whenever I'm working with a new athlete, and I know Rory, you've done some boxing coaching. When you probably the same when when you're working with a new a new athlete, one of the things I really love to do is is to to work with them to to really understand or get them to understand their reasons why they're embarking on the journey of triathlon or running or whatever it's going to be. Mm. And once that person understands why they're doing it, to map out the journey for them or with them is is that much easier because they, they, they understand intrinsically on many, many levels why they're doing it. And the really cool thing about what I've just heard from all three of you is you all three of you have these clear, concise, passionate reasons why you are doing this movement, and they all align seamlessly, and you can tell it's from the heart, it's it's gonna take you guys a long way, and it's it's really 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 cool to 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 see that Rory go for it.
2: Ali, we've got to remember as well. I mean, I've probably said it on the <clears throat> on the podcast that we've done before. We've got to remember where this whole journey started was someone reaching out to me when I was in a really bad place, purely for my own thoughts. Husey reached out to me and said he would help me do the 100K the second time around. So that was so what we're doing now, it it's where it started. I put a post up saying I feel ashamed, I feel embarrassed. I was laying I there was nights I couldn't sleep because I thought people was like laughing at me behind in the background. I was in a really bad place after that first when I didn't finish it. It really hit me really hard. It was not a nice place I was in. I put it out there and usually Got in touch and he said, "I'm going to make sure you do it. I'll do it with you, the whole thing." And then it's where we're now. This, this all started from someone reaching out. We have to remember that. This, this what we're doing now is where it started. And that's, he come up, he come up with the whole concept. He come up with the name, and all we're doing now is pushing it. Obviously, your, with an unfortunate thing happening, but
1: yeah, and that's your reasons why. That's your motivation. That's your ethos right there. You know, and, and, and never ever forget forget that point Absolutely. of where, where it all began. It's really important because that's kind of like the the nucleus, that's the creation of, of where you have come from. And um, you know, I think it's time we can kind of get the listeners involved a little bit in terms of how they can support you. So you guys are on, on the track to be to, to do something, achieve something really special. Um I'm really looking forward to participating in my own little way with the Snowden Six Ways Challenge and, and, and getting some funding together and yeah let's let's get the listeners how, how they can kind of help this concept and help this journey begin so Rory go through it
2: Ali can I ask you before we start this bit
1: sorry yeah that's fine can
2: I ask you before we go into this bit yeah how did you feel once you found out what did you go through before you thought I need to do it now because of the reason with Mick mm-hmm. When you initially found out, did it knock you back? Did it bring back things that you went through?
1: Yeah, definitely. What made you want to do it? Definitely. So uh, re- reflecting back on the time between finding out about Milo, um, that was a sucker punch, 100% horrible. Um, and then, you know, going through the journey of the and 6 Phase Challenge and I have people reaching out to me uh, saying, you know, what you're doing is really helping me it's um i've been going through x y and z and what you're doing is is um really positive and it's really helped me to take the take the steps that i need to, to better myself and to get outside and get exercising and prioritize my mental health and i was so touched by the, the amount of messages that people were giving sending me directly to say thanks from people I know some people I thought I knew quite well and then you get messages of, them opening up about what they've been going through. And you just think, wow, okay. People I have no, people I've never met, I've never heard from before messaging me saying, you know, the same sorts of things. And it just built up this amazing sort of confidence in what I was doing was 100% the right thing to do. Once I'd done the Snowden Six Ways Challenge and we raised the money and it was complete and the kind of that part of the process was over. I then found out about a few other people who had taken their own lives within my network, friends of friends, um, you know. And every time you hear about it, it's it's awful. And I don't. Yes, yeah, so it, yeah, it kind of does make a difference when you know somebody who does it directly, because who takes their own life directly, because you know that you and you feel that sense of huge loss and that sense of. Could I have done anything more? Um, But equally, for me, finding out about Mick, there was this really, and I'll say the word, it was a really weird connection because it was purely through Instagram, purely through social media that I was connected with Mick. And that was it. But the knowledge that I'd been given from you guys about what he wanted to do with the Snowden Six Phase Challenge to come and help me achieve my goal you know, when I found out, I, I think I picked up the phone straight away and called you, Rory, yeah, you to, did just yeah. to see what was going on and how you were. And yeah, it's it was horrible, really, really not not nice at all, and it was kind of strange because that that weekend, a few days before, my wife had sort of said to me, oh, do you not think it's a good thing to do this Snowden 6 days challenge for charity again because of what you did last year?" And I was kind of humming and ahhing about it. Did I want to do that? And then my reason why was put right in front of me there and then that this is too, too good an opportunity to do something really beneficial out of something that's really horrendous. Um, so yeah, it did hit me for six. It, did, it took the wind out of my sails, you know, um, to the point where, yeah, there's, there's literally, I could not go back to Snowden this time around like I had planned. Just on the quiet with a few mates to try and hit the hit the course as quickly as I possibly could.
2: Yeah, no, mate. Just, honestly, and I, I think I can say on behalf of all of us. I mean, we can't thank you enough for for one for what you're doing and two, one wanting to do it for that reason is um yeah, it's tough, mate. No, it, really, honestly, it's amazing.
1: I mean, on on many levels, it's it, it's genuinely a pleasure because I know what you've been through. I. I know what you're doing. I understand what you're doing, and I'm fully on board with what you're doing. Also, it's something I love to do, and now having my experience from last year, if I can do something that I love to do, and raise money and raise awareness from it, it's an absolute no-brainer. So it is a genuine no-brainer that I could, I should be doing this. It's it's something that I feel like I I should be doing. Um. So, yeah, it's, it's, you don't have to thank me. It's, it's, it's my pleasure. And I, I'll, I'll do everything I can in the next, I think it's what five months, six months, to, to help get you guys as much funding as, as possible, which, which is a really lovely segue onto the listeners for, for getting sponsoring. I think, you know, the, so I'm going to be running up and down the six main routes of Snowden back to back as fast as I can. Uh, it's 59, sorry, 49 miles or 78 kilometers, 5,500 meters of ascent. It's going to take anything between 14 and well, 14 and 24 hours, depending on the conditions. For those that know the mountains, and for those that don't, it's um, unpredictable weather. Uh, some of it will be in the dark. I've got a really cool support team, a really good crew of, of support runners who. Um, they all buy into this as well. They, they're all fully invested into what we're doing, um, and so yeah, I will pass it back to to Lauren. I think to give the information about the Just Giving page and anything that the listening listeners anything you can give to help these guys get going, uh, and, and whether that's donating, if you can't donate, if you could share the page, if you could share the challenge, share beyond six, talk about it if you know someone who's suffering put you know just start talking create that conversation and let's get these guys to where they need to be um as quickly as we possibly can so lauren over to you um you know give out all the information as as much as you can to to make sure people start to start to donate.
0: yeah absolutely so obviously it's it's actually really simple and easy in that our just giving page is officially set up and live now. Um and the link is available in all of our Instagram accounts, I believe, Ali, that you've popped it into yeah, yours as well. We've all got it on our individual pages as well as our Beyond Six Instagram page. Um so literally if you're if you're looking for it and you can't find it anywhere that that's probably the easiest place to start is by heading to Instagram you know again we're going full circle back to where this whole concept started from anyway so it's just proving that social media actually has a lot of good to it as well um so yeah so we've got our Just Giving page set up um and ready to go and we're really excited to kind of just get it started and off the ground um yeah I I don't really know what else to say on it
1: that's fine. No, totally fine. I, I, what I'll do is on the uh, on the pod notes that go out with the episode, I'll put the link in there as yeah. well so people can just click the link and, and go straight to Just Giving if you want to. Yeah. Share it among all your friends and family. Yeah. Um, for those listening who want to go straight away, it is www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash S6WC. Uh, and that's the number six for Snowden Six Ways Challenge um so if you want to follow the challenge please follow uh me on at snowden six ways challenge and uh rory and the, the team can be found on is it beyond underscore six is that right beyond, beyond, six six underscore. Underscore. beyond six underscore give them a follow if you guys have got a challenge anybody got a challenge coming up that you want some help with get in touch with these guys they will come and help and support you and get you to your goal and certainly that in itself is just super cool that these guys will just turn up and help you because, because they want <laughs> and to. You know. Yeah.
0: And yeah. on that note, you know, we're going to be there with you, Ali, whilst you're doing your challenge. We're not expecting you to just be out in Snowdon all on your own. We <laughs> are going to be there and help to support you um, and cheer you on as much as we possibly can. Whether that means standing out in the rain and the dark as well, we will be there.
1: That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Well, look, what, uh, what a what a crazy hour that's been um loads of emotion and loads of heartfelt um conversation and yeah you guys just be safe in the knowledge that whatever happens you're onto a really really good honest thing and and yeah we'll get you going in in, in the way that we we, in any way that we can good stuff guys well thanks very much for coming on thank Thank you. you Hey, you're welcome. And to the listeners, thanks very much again for listening. Uh, This has been a a super special episode introducing Beyond Six and the Snowden Six Ways Challenge Part 2. And thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. You can follow on Evolve underscore pod on Instagram and the Evolve pod on Facebook. So look after yourselves, keep positive, keep talking, keep exercising. And in the words of Dion, pick up that phone and just make a phone call. You never know what what that can do. Right guys, look after yourselves. Thank you. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you.